Episode 155 with Jeremy Torchinsky, personal health wellness coach, who came on to talk about mind, body, and soul and connecting everything and shared his journey and his his path from an unhealthy, um, anxious lifestyle, gambling, drinking, uh, eating unhealthy, lack of motivation, to uh, an incredible journey that he's gone on, especially over the last several years. Uh, optimizing his health, optimizing his wellness, and now uh, serving others, becoming a coach, and uh, really turning his life around for the better. Um, This was an incredible episode, and I learned a lot from Jeremy, and I know you will too. If you haven't yet, everybody, please subscribe. Join the podcast. The family is growing. We continue to grow. We are everywhere. The five-star ratings are coming in, and uh, the ratings, the reviews, the subscriptions, word-of-mouth advertising. I'm just so grateful for this community and uh, really appreciate everybody that continues to stick with it, that finds value in it. Again, we're just getting started. I'm continuing to learn, and I know a lot of you are continuing to do the same thing. So we are going to continue to roll. And uh, again, if you know a family or friend that that listens to podcasts that may find value and interest in this podcast, The Optimal Life, please shoot them a text message, email, whatever, and let them know, hey, check it out. Uh, Again, much gratitude for everyone that continues to push the podcast out there. With that said, everybody, please prepare for an amazing and insightful episode with health and wellness coach Jeremy Torchinsky. The Optimal Life. Um, Why did I do it? Well, I did it just because I was looking for a hobby and I would listen to podcasts all the time, and and particularly Joe Rogan's podcast, and I would always say to myself, I could do this. I could talk to people. I could talk to people like Jeremy or... Uh, UFC fighters or people in health, wellness, business, anything. It's just conversation. Yeah. And I was looking for something outside of work. You know, it was work, kids, work, kids. You get it. And um, I just was toying with the idea for like two years. I was, I would go online. I would look at the, all the different equipment. I, I'd be researching, you know, and, and then I would start thinking to myself, oh, what would it look like? How would I set this up? I'd be uh, researching hosting sites, websites, uh, podcast URLs, podcast RSS feeds, all the different technical things, and uh, and then one day, you know, I would. This was this goes back to 2017. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just text Beanie Wells. Remember Beanie Wells, the Ohio State yeah. running back, and great back, yeah. And uh, I knew Beanie from when I was in the sports agent in, uh, industry. And um, I had kind of recruited him a little bit when he was already playing in the league. Nothing ever happened of it, but he came with us on a Vegas trip. We hung out a couple times. And it's like, if I want to start this podcast, I got to start this with a bang. I got to start this with, because nobody knows I'm even doing this, right? So I text Beanie one day. This is back when he was doing the uh, Browns pregame show on uh, CBS or one of those. And uh, I text him, I go, hey, this is like a, a, a Tuesday or Wednesday. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm starting a podcast. And I believed I was, but I really had nothing yet. And uh, I go, but I'd love for you to be the first guest. He goes, he goes, great, I'm home this weekend. I'll be over Sunday after the pregame show. If, <laughs> this was like on a Wednesday or something like that. I'm like... Oh, well, you know, I start texting back. Well, you know, the, the, the equipment's on back order. You know, I start backpedaling because all of a sudden it's like, 
okay, you're saying you're starting a show. I'm telling you I'll come on as your first guest. And it's amazing how us as human beings, we go, wait, wait, whoa, 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 I'm not ready for it. You know, I got scared. I got nervous. Right. And, um, but I said, let me see what, let me see what I can do about getting the equipment. I went on Amazon and I already had stuff in my saved watch list or whatever. And I just bought it all. Bought everything you see here pretty much was in that one day. Had it on a Friday. The equipment all arrived on Friday. Try to. F I spent the whole weekend trying to figure it out, setting it all up, missing some cords. I needed to go back to like Sam Ash and these other stores. Got it set up. He comes over Sunday after the show, and we sit down. I push record. We start talking, and that was how it all started. That was it. There you go. That was it. Man, you know you said a key thing there. You believed. You believed. You were yeah. ready. Yeah. And you wanted to do it. That's the thing. It's like once you feel it, you if if somebody once you feel it, and somebody then says to you, "All right, but when's the right time?" You're gonna still say, "Well, I need to do this. I need to put this step in place. This step." In. And you're never really ready for the you what you think is the right time doesn't really exist. Because another, when you put all those steps in place, you're still going to be like, "Well, right. I don't have the right lighting. I don't have the right audio. I don't have, I don't have a guest list. I don't know who. I've never done this. I haven't read the book on podcasting. It could be the same with everything else, right? Right. The right time is now. The right time is now. It can only be now. Yeah. And you deal with that all the time, right? I, I, I used that, to not. I used to not. But yeah, I do now. You used to not because you were you had a lifestyle prior to where you are now that was not conducive to health not conducive to wellness correct talk about a little bit when you say you used to not i would say my low point was december 2017 i came downstairs to take pictures family pictures i must have went up and down about five times changing shirts because all i could see was my belly in the picture and i always prided myself into fitness Ever since uh, freshman year in Ohio State, I started working out because I was always the small kid. So I always had a decent body. But, yeah, doing the bad things for so many years catches up to you. It caught up to me. So I was changing shirts, changing shirts. And, man, I was probably like 35 pounds overweight, not feeling good, not motivated. You were trying to change shirts to find the right shirt to fit for pictures. The physique. Right, for pictures. No kidding. Yeah. What was your lifestyle like? Take us, give us a little glimpse into when you say bad decisions. Let's start with the food and, and health. What was going on? The food and the health. Uh, you know, you just you just stop caring at a point. Yeah. You just stop caring what you're eating all the time, and drinking too much, doing other bad things. And the drinking and the eat, it, they play off of each other, right? Of course. Because then you're drinking like you're drinking booze. Yeah. You're getting fucked up. Right. And then now you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta eat a pizza here. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and then you it's just, don't just care. it's that domino effect. It's a domino effect. So it catches up to you, and it caught up to me. And on top of that, my marriage was going downhill. You know, I had a five-year-old boy at that time, so um, I decided, yeah, I'm gonna go back in the gym. I'm gonna do this healthy, healthy lifestyle. And but my mind was still not there. And when that happened, I was in the gym, and my mind was somewhere else. I was doing bicep curls. And my bicep snaps. So now I can't even go to the gym anymore. Mm. Right like right when you started making right. these changes in your mind? In my mind, yep. So within weeks in December still of seventeen? This, this happened in January, right. So you're just starting to like try to 
turn the tides a little bit. And then your bicep snaps. My bicep snaps. Talk about sign from the universe, mm. because then that actually led into podcasts. I started doing research, like what else can I do that besides going to the gym? And my buddy actually recommended I listen to a Tim Ferriss podcast, mm. and he was talking about keto, ketogenic diet. So I listened to that. I thought it was really cool. It talked about how you know we're all born actually in ketosis. Uh, as babies, we drink from you know the mother's breast milk, which is all fat, and then we get introduced to the standard American diet, and then that's it. And ketosis, ketone bodies, what the liver and pancreas produce, is another source of fuel. So I really started diving deep. I started listening to other podcasts, and I just said, you know what, Jeremy, if I'm not going to go to the gym, I'm, I'm going to at least watch what I eat. And I think within about three months, I went from 180 to 145 shredded without going to the gym once. All from diet? All from diet. No kidding. Nope. Wow. Now, back to, let, let's just talk about lifestyle too, because at that point in your life, you were playing poker on a daily basis, correct? To make a living. Yep. You were a professional poker player. Yep, 15 years. What does that mean, being a professional poker player? Give us give us a, a glimpse of this uh, rounder's lifestyle. It's got its highs. It's got a lot of lows. Um, it's got where you kind of got to take the, emo the emotion out of money in a way and you actually you got to take the emotion out of a lot of things which is not cool not good um but yeah i was playing poker poker for 15 years professionally never really had a losing year i was successful doing it but at the end of the day i wasn't happy it's a lot of hours long hours grinding going to the casino playing online i would have at one point two tables two monitors two monitors going with like four to six tables per monitor Oof. So eight to 12 tables. You said you have to take the emotion out of a lot of things. Yeah. Elaborate a little bit on that. I mean, when you're playing poker and you lose a couple thousand, you got to be good at really feeling emotionless, especially when it comes to money. And at the same time, when you're playing against others, at the same time, you kind of have to take the emotion out of caring, right? So because of that, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I was not happy. You have was, to take the emotion out of the highs, too, is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. You can win a, a five grand in, one, in a few hours. You can't get too excited. Nope. Does it take the emotion out of your, your relationships at that point in your life? I think it does. How so? Just like anything else, any sort of addiction or escape, because it kind of was. I mean, it was an escape. Even though I was making money... I enjoyed playing poker because of some of the highs, right? Um, certain things were missing in my life, so I would go play poker. Those stimulations, the have, stimulation, they have to be right. extremely riveting. Exactly. Right? Exactly. $1,000 hand. Holy shit, man. It takes most people, <laughs> it takes most people week, a week to make that kind of money, you know? You right. just made it in an hour or in a hand. Those have to be some crazy swings. The, th the same thing on the reverse. Oh, shit, I just lost the same amount. Exactly. In two minutes. Oh, there'd be six months where you might not make any money. How does that, how do you turn off the brain? Because I've, I've, pl I've played poker for a long time. I've never been professional by any stretch of the imagination. I love playing. I never play nearly as much as I'd like to. 
Um, but there were times when I was a little bit younger, maybe college, post-college, and I was playing at probably at the peak, which still wasn't anything compared to what you've gone through. And I couldn't turn off my brain at times. I, you know what I mean? Like, how, how do you... What was going on? I don't think anyone can really turn the brain off. You, There's some people who are better at it, so they don't determine their next decision based off the previous decision or outcome. And that's ultimately what separates the good players from the not-so-good players. But at the, end, at the end of the day, you're still going to have emotion. How can you not? But you're playing for 10-hour days, right? Right. And then you have a wife, you have a son... You've got family, friends. Yeah, it was it wasn't fun all the time. I mean, you have to you, you can't be present. I mean, I just don't believe that in that kind of lifestyle you could really ever be truly present. You know what being present is now, and we'll get to it. So when you look at being present in today's state versus what you thought was present in 2016 and 17 and wow. even before that, what a black and white, man. Yeah? Black and white. Totally not present at all back then. Present today, working on staying as present as I can be in the now. In the now. So 2018, you go in a 90-day period after you tear your bicep and you lose 35 pounds. You don't work. Did you do any cardio in this time frame? No cardio. No working out whatsoever. All food. And you lose 35 pounds, and you say you look shredded Yes. in 90 days. Mm-hmm. So where do you go from there? What, what happens? What happens is people started noticing, and this was another kind of sign from the universe because I was helping others as well. They would notice me in the casino and be like, Jeremy, you lost like all this weight. You look amazing. What'd you do? And I would tell them. And a couple people at the poker room started losing weight. Actually started back then a little bit coaching people, but not really as a career or anything like that. Right, you were just giving your advice. And I was giving my advice. Yeah. yeah, but in, inside I didn't have that belief yet. Inside you didn't have the belief. I didn't have that belief yet. Like you were talking about earlier about your podcast, mm-hmm. how you had that belief. You got to have that to move on. Inside, how did you feel at this point in your life? I felt better, no doubt I felt better. The anxiety and I had a lot more energy and a little bit more confidence, actually a lot more confidence. So no doubt about it, it definitely starts with nutrition. Mm-hmm. And the nutrition obviously helped the, the mental stuff, but you didn't have the belief yet and you were just still trying to get to figure it out. You're still doing the gambling. I was still gambling. Right. I was still gambling. Every single day. Yep. So, okay, you're eating healthier. Yep. You feel a little bit better physically. Do you start noticing when people are coming to you? You probably, maybe you didn't realize it, but looking back too, you're serving people. You're, you're giving people tips, advice. You're serving. Right. Uh, that's the fulfillment piece. Yep. And you probably just started tasting it at that time. Didn't even know what it was because you're so focused on yourself, right? Didn't even know what it was. I mean, it started feeling a little bit like, wow, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But to take it to the next level, I didn't have it yet. So how did you end up going from that in 2018 to ultimately where you are now? What's the what's the uh, progression? The progression? Yeah. December 
2019, I ordered a sauna, infrared sauna from Amazon. I've been looking at the same thing. It's sitting in my inbox. Not on Amazon, but somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> this is a side yeah. from God right here, Yes, brother. it is. Yes, it is. Holy shit. What's the brand? Um, oh, I got to check. been looking at J&H Lifestyles. Yeah, yeah. Is J&H that what you have? Lifestyles. Yep, no that's kidding. exactly it. Okay. So I recommend, I got the two-person. That's I would what recommend, I've been looking at. I would recommend the four-person just because for the extra six, seven hundred bucks, you can stretch out. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's is, it really, t- is it Tozy? I'm looking at a two-person T-O-S-I. JNH lifestyle. They've I, got a few different types yeah, within. Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, no worries. That's unbelievable that you just said that. <laughs> so December 2019. Now this is a year and a half plus. Year and a half plus. Year and a half of this. Yep. I've you know by then I've done, I don't know, two years of research on podcasts of keto of everything. You've been listening to self improvement. Oh my god, nonstop books. for two years while playing at the casino. But you're working. You eventually start working out, right? Yeah. Once the bicep heals, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're working it got out. Got surgery. Back in the gym. Okay, yep, so 2018, you're great. back in the gym, mm-hmm. and you're sticking to a strict keto diet. Sticking to a strict keto diet. Now you're mixing the keto with the uh, the endorphins of physical fitness and exercise. Correct. Okay. Yep. So 2018, by as the as that year goes on, you're getting better. I'm getting better. I'm and feeling 2019, good. 2019, same thing. You keep the momentum going. Yep. Do, do you ever? Go back, revert, or do you stick in this the whole time? Like, as far as nutrition wise, yeah, nutrition. No, I mean, and, I would have a cheat day, but I would sure, uh, yeah. Sure, but sure. I was already at the point where, you know, I had my body, my metabolism working where I wanted to work, so it was good. Okay, so you're doing that diet wise is is strong, yep. steady and consistent. Exercise, same thing, steady and consistent. Steady. So and you've consistent. got about a year and a half plus now of this. Right. Okay. But you're still gambling. Still gambling. And still trying to figure out where it was my next phase in life here, right? Yes. And then, okay, so now 2019, December. December 19th, get the... Several months before COVID hits, but that's a right, whole separate right, story. Right, right, right. No, we're yeah. going to talk about okay. that. So I get the sauna. I start meditating almost every day. And after about a couple weeks in, in meditation, like this voice or this visualization... And it's probably it was probably a voice. Again, we have seventy thousand thoughts a day, so we got all kinds of thoughts and voices going through our mind, right? This one was a little bit louder, and it was like, "Jeremy, if you don't do this now, when are you going to do it?" And I was like, "Wow." And he and the voice was like, "You know, you have the ability to go help people and serve and get pe- and help people get healthy. You did it to yourself. You've done it to already a couple other people." Why don't you just go do it? And in that meditation, sitting in the sun, I made a decision and I signed up for an online six-month health and life coaching school right then, like the very next day. Big decision, right? Because it was like 4500 bucks. I was committed. Sure. So I was committed. The classes actually didn't start until March. So by then, um, you know, I'm meditating not consistently but here and there I already know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna be a health coach and then in March then in March but let me just stop you real quick okay you hear a voice yeah when you're in this meditation you actually physically are hearing something talking to you or what's happening it's thoughts we have 70,000 thoughts right okay some thoughts are stronger than others this one was one of the strongest thoughts I've had probably ever. So you're going to listen to it, right? 
you're going to listen to it. So it was just, it was like the something inside that was... Something It was inside. your soul talking to you. Exactly. Essentially. Yep. Okay. I didn't know what it was back then, but now I know for sure it was 100% my soul. Yeah. That had to be so overwhelming in that moment, too. So overwhelming. It was probably the first time I cried in, I don't know, 30 years. And you're in the sauna, you're sweating. Yep. And yeah. you just start breaking down. I just start breaking down. Wow, dude. Wow. And that's probably the first time I saw or heard the belief in myself like that. Let's let's dig into that just for, before we move on. That is because that's so powerful. And people are, there's so many people that have, if they haven't experienced it yet, they, everybody's capable of experiencing that. And most people are yearning to experience that moment. Yep. To try to figure out where they're going in their path in life, their destiny, what they should be doing, how to become fulfilled, making an impact, etc. You finally, after years of this built-up turmoil or, or you know, unhealthy eating, uh, a gambling lifestyle, issues with the marriage, as you mentioned, right? You've got a son, your family's dynamics, stresses of money, and you know, pulling the emotion out of everything, and you're going, I'm not fulfilled doing all this. I'm getting better, healthy. You know, the last 18 months, health, wellness, exercise. I feel happy when I'm helping these other people. What am I doing, right? Where am I going? Where's my path going? And right. that moment in December, as you're sweating in the sauna, it all it all makes sense. It's the epiphany, right? That's yep. incredible. Yep. Well, how, what did you? How did you? When you finish that moment, when you finish that sauna session. What are the thoughts, feelings? Do you remember that night? I mean, what is that? What is that like? Uh, it felt good, a relief, and I, again, the very next day, I signed up for the online coaching school. So there was no I turning was committed. back. Yeah, you I were mean, in. I was instantly because I knew I was on the journey. I felt happier. That's the thing. That's the key. If you're if you're in the journey, you're going to be happier. The key is to just get in the journey. Get in. Get in. Believe it. Just believe it and get in. There's no time like the right the present, right? <laughs> That's just it. Just fucking start. Go just start. start. That's it. January, February. Go ahead. 2020. So COVID happens, and no more going out. No more, you know. And I was still drinking a little bit back in December. January, but you know, not that much. But then when COVID happened, so there was no going out, uh, no more going to the bars, no more going to the gyms even. So then I really started meditating. I really started meditating and I really found who I was as a, as a person all the way through. Like I was able to go back from childhood to the present and just discover all the wrong information, all the wrong thoughts that were going through my mind all these years, and all they were was just a bad program mm. passed down from friends, family, environments, kids at school, just the wrong information that you give to a kid and the seeds planted of that wrong information and it just takes off. And what, that's all what are some was. of the examples of, of wrong information at a, at a high you're level? Not tall, you're not tall enough. You're not good enough. You're not fast enough. You're not strong, strong enough. You're not smart enough. You can't do that. You can't do that. You're Man, not worthy. You're not worthy. 
at the end of the day, you're not worthy of anything. Yeah, yeah. These are thoughts that just we as children have We're, been telling ourselves, mm. and it, you know, it stays programmed through adulthood. And so, again, it goes back to the seventy thousand thoughts. We don't even realize that these thoughts are going through our mind, and because of these thoughts, how do how do we believe in ourselves? It's hard, right? Especially when you're on a loop. Yeah. Since the age of ten years old, whatever it exactly. is. Exactly. When you're on a constant loop. Constant loop. You know, it might not be every single day or every single waking minute, but right. when it's forever ever present in your mind, somewhere there, it loops back yep. and loops back and loops back. So in meditation, again, COVID happened, so I was just meditating every day. I would actually wake up at 6 in the morning, jump in the sauna for 50 minutes, and every day meditate. And because of meditation, I was actually able to just slow down all these thoughts and just systematically see where they came from where they originated from and get them out so let's get into talk about that a little bit because so meditation for someone that's never meditated how do you explain it to them what's what's a proper way to start what's an approach i don't think there's any right way to start a lot of people actually get in this meditated state a lot just by driving and listening to music or taking a shower or exercising it's just a way to get in tune with your body versus anything in the outside environment right so you're just blocking out the outside environment enough so where you can just slow down and actually look inside and allows you to analyze exactly things that are being felt exactly felt felt and feeling that's it that's everything is about feeling you know how they say your gut feeling yes that's it that's it you go by your gut feeling you'll never you'll never make a wrong decision well that's i correlate the gut feeling to the soul yep. the same thing we just talked about a few minutes back exactly if you follow that gut and soul you could trick your brain and you could trick your heart you could never trick the soul and i truly yep. believe that and that's something I've lived by. That's something that I've learned over the last couple of years, especially. And it's more so present. It's, it's funny when you start thinking like that and going through things and feeling it, you start seeing that more and more and more when you're present, when you're present with those thoughts. Yep. Am I tricking my brain? Am I tricking my heart? Oh, I could be, you know, maybe, maybe. Why do I feel so torn? Why do I feel, you know, these different things that we have to be faced with in life? And then, you know, you always follow the gut at the end of the day. You know the answer. We, we all, that's the thing is the answers we're looking for, they're all inside. We just got to do the right things to find the answers, to go inside and find the Let answers. Let the answers come out, yeah. Yeah. To pull them out yeah. properly. Mind, mind, body, soul. Yeah. You got to, you got to, you got to fix your body. You got to have a good mind, good mindset. And, and then listen to your soul. So meditation is picking up. It's intensifying for you at this stage as COVID's kick, you know. Yeah. Shutting down things. Okay. Shutting down. I'm meditating like every day. And I got to the point where it was just, I loved it. I loved it. And I just told myself that I think that was what was missing my whole life. Do you cry during meditation at times? At times, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Usually from joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now it's definitely from joy. Absolutely. Yeah. 
so pretty you're cool. So you're cont- that, it's the best. It's the best. There's times where I've been in a yoga class, you know, a hot yoga, uh-huh. ninety minute class, something intense, or or a long run, or a a late night run, and I've maybe it's in a moment in my life where I'm feeling a lot of angst. And letting those t- or, or or a mix of angst plus getting to a new level wherever whatever it is, and those tears, man, that's such a powerful. It's the best release you could ever come across. It's the body's venting system. Yes, yes, that's well said. So, all right, so go. Ahead. So you're meditating. So I'm meditating, literally crying and releasing all the stress and anxiety from the body because of these tears. And I, years and years and years, years from years, Nate. You got to understand. I used to just have like panic attacks, just out of the blue, from all the drinking, drugs, you know, beating myself up. And in these tears, I was able to release them in meditation. So I got to the point where, after like a couple months, I was like, I'm just not going to drink anymore. I don't even want to because I know that at the end of the day, like the alcohol. It, it it could take me down the wrong way. And this and is what, like April, May? I'll, this is like April, May. I just made the decision that I'm just not, not going to Just one day you said, I'm done. Yeah. Just that's it. Because I had meditation. I didn't need it. Interesting. Yep. You didn't, you didn't need the escape anymore. I didn't you need to. Yeah. Or you didn't need the stimulation. It wasn't always necessarily escape. You didn't even need the stimulation of the... The brain being, you know, altered. I was stimulated from the meditation in my new purpose, my new career. By the way, I also quit poker. So, oh, that's huge. So that was a huge. In April, I also said that's it. I was done because I signed up for the online uh, coaching school in March and started picking up clients in April. Like I was a month into the and program. And you said to yourself, "This gambling thing is going against." all this other healthy and wellness lifestyle right yeah it's going against the the physical mental and emotional wellness that i'm on this path on and this gambling thing is still in the way right this poker thing's still in the way it's it's not aligning with my core values it doesn't align right so you got rid of the game i just find it interesting that you were able to correlate that all at the basically the same time gambling and drinking done cold turkey one day turkey yep cold turkey because i found my soul and that was about a year ago almost yeah march it'll be march 6th you're coming up on one year anniversary of not drinking yep march 6th no shit man congratulations thank you how how was this how's the year been for you i mean was it easy to do this yeah it's been the best year of my life no, no issues. Never, ever, uh, an urge to nope. pour a little whiskey, have a beer, have a glass nope. of wine. I even out, went out with my buddy yesterday to, you know, Lago. Right, everyone drinks at Lago. Surrounded right? by all Surrounded the Surrounded by all. The, <laughs> didn't even have the urge, and I had a blast. I had a good time. I drank water. I had a salmon. It was good. Wow! And yeah. everyone else is getting drunk around you and it makes you look at things differently too it yeah. makes you look at people different yeah a little bit when sure you're, yeah. when you're, you're not judging maybe but right but you just realize maybe that there's a, a there's a healthier outlet out there how can you not right booze is a part of our society it's such a social thing it is yeah you know, I, I you know there's been times where i've thought to myself man it would be nice to just not drink anymore and then there's times I'm like, who am I kidding? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm so surrounded by it. Yeah, I'm able to manage it. I think pretty well overall. Yeah, 
Uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. But there are times where I'll go a week without having a drink. And I'm like, oh, that felt pretty good. Yeah. I just can't do it. Some people can. I yeah. can't. Well, and, you know, and again, it, it it like you said, if you do it, it's going to lead you down maybe a path that you don't want to go down. Right. I give you a lot of credit, though. I give you a ton of credit. What has it done? What has it done to uh, to your brain, to your your functionality, your day to day, your energy? How, how, what's this last twelve months been like? I mean, it's it's been great. I feel more physically fit than I have probably since I don't know twenty five, and I'm forty one. Mm-hmm. Probably haven't felt this healthy. Yes, yeah, probably the best you ever felt in your life. Yeah, probably the best I've ever felt. Yeah, fitness. It's, it's fitness. Your fitness mindset. is not negative. No. Your mindset is is solid. It's clear. You don't wake up with a hangover. You don't wake up sluggish. You don't nope. wake up. You're still doing keto, or have you kind of modified your diet over the years? I, I've modified it. Yeah, I'm flexible now, so now I do more like kind of like a vegetarian diet. Maybe only meat like once every couple weeks. Gotcha. So you. It sounds like, in a weird way, COVID's been good to you. I'm I'm grateful. I know COVID's been rough for, you know, the entire world, and that's very unfortunate. But at the end of the day, we still control how we feel and how we think and our emotions. And, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I'm an example of that because COVID was a blessing for me. So this last year, since you finished the uh, coaching thing a year ago, you've picked up clients it started you started picking up clients right away right away yep what are the types of services that you're offering these people what do you do um so i do online coaching usually like a 12-week program and right now i'm at the point of just offering people a place to come to find self-love for themselves and i can help them through a program of mind body soul fix the body Fix the mind, find your soul, be happy. What's the one common theme that you see amongst these people when it comes to their mindset when they first start with you? Definitely not having the belief, the confidence in themselves. They're on that loop. They're on the loop. They're on the loop. They're in the program. They're in the matrix. Yeah. Jail. Mindset jail. Mm Mm-hmm. Break out of mindset jail, man. You got you can do anything. You can do anything. How do they start breaking out? How do you help them? Here's a homework assignment I'll give people. Make a list of a hundred things you've accomplished in your life. Make a list. And you'll see actually that that list could be like two, three, four hundred. And what and when you say a hundred, they go, Whoa, whoa, right. whoa. What are you talking about a hundred? Right. They don't think that they probably have more than uh, single digits, right? Correct, because we forget. We forget all the stuff we've overcome. We forget that stuff. We forget all the hardships, all the trauma that we've overcame, all the things we've done, all the accomplishments. We forget that stuff. So then when they, the, the person sees what they've accomplished, they start putting it on paper over the course of days and weeks, right? Yeah. They start realizing, oh, I actually might be more worthy than I thought I was, right? Exactly, exactly. Interesting. I can do this. I can lose this weight. I can I can say no to pizza and sugar. I can, you know, it's worth it because I know I'm going to lose 30 pounds. You, you have belief in yourself. That's what it takes. If you have belief in yourself, if you have zero doubt about yourself, 
you can do anything. I love what you've done with Eric. <laughs> I mean, that's really what, what I yeah. when I started paying attention to what you're doing. I love that you're making him accountable and putting it out like for everyone in the world to see. Yeah. And I'm sure at first he was hesitant. Yeah. Because most people probably would be, and I could tell as he's gotten more comfortable this has become like a, a fun game challenge for him it's supposed to be fun life is supposed to be fun it's Absolutely. been incredible it's incredible just being again just being in the journey is where the joy is and but you feel that the accountability by putting it out for everyone to see makes you even that much more accountable right yep. something in the exactly. brain so that that was big for me too again because i had high levels of like social anxiety right and uh, back back in March, also I met my mentor Sean G. Murphy. Okay. Um, and I've been on his call every day. Where since. did you meet him at? Was it social it was, media? It or? was just it was a friend who recommended I join his call. He's got a call um, Monday through Friday, seven thirty a.m. and then nine thirty on Saturdays. So, man, he's he's been great. But speaking of accountability mm -hmm. that's when i started just going live and like sharing my story because i wanted to be accountable to myself for this growth and i knew if i didn't go on social media and just do crazy stuff that not you know not care so much what other people thought because that's it right there. some of the stuff I, I was saying was you know it was it did sound crazy mm -hmm. but i didn't care because i did it for myself because i knew that's what it took to grow and yes that's what eric's doing now by you know going on facebook and showing his progress and i got other clients that are going to do the same as well i think that's the coolest thing man i love what you're doing and it seems like you're just scratching the surface with this thing i know you want to do a podcast that you got yep. coming You've done some Zoom videos I've seen with your clients. Yep. Um, I love that you're just putting them out there and going, guys, I don't care if you're you're as happy as a clam. Like, <laughs> hey, man, look at these guys over here. Yeah. you got like all three of them doing right. shit together. Uh, you're making it fun. You're making it challenging. You're making it interesting right. and, and, you know, rewarding, mentally, emotionally rewarding. Eric is almost at his 100 days, correct? Correct. And he's down how many pounds? 30 pounds, but he's probably put on at least four or five pounds of muscle. All in a short period of time. Yeah. Again, this Three is a months. man who's in his 40s. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and again, has, has not been doing anything like that to this level of fitness. Right. And then in a short three-month period now. Yep. What is it going to be once his metabolism keeps going another three months? Right? I mean, it's like what the, the possibilities are endless. The sky's yeah, the limit. Yeah, 200 is next. And again, he has belief and confidence in himself that this is going to be his lifestyle moving forward. And that's the beauty behind, you know, this type of accountability and coaching is it's not just three months, lose some weight, and then hopefully don't put it back on. No, it's about finding your soul because finding your soul, then nothing will get in your way. You'll lose the weight you want to lose. You'll feel how you want to feel. They they're coming to your clients are coming to you for more than just physical fitness. Like right. you said, it's mind, body, soul. Mind, body, soul. They're coming to you. You're a coach. Mental health. They're coming to you for a mental health as a mental health coach. Yeah. You're the physical coach, right? You're you're a fitness coach. That's your prime goal is to help these people physically. But you're doing more than just that. Yeah. You're helping them mentally. You're helping them with the mindset. Yep. They're sharing things with you. I mean, what, what's it? What's what's this been like for you? What's the fulfillment factor? I mean, how does this make you feel? Feel I feel amazing. I've never been happier. Uh, it's super rewarding. And like you said, I am just scratching the surface. You know, I want to start a community 
form, you know, a community of people who are going to have zero doubt about themselves. And this is a um, this is a forever lifestyle, right? This well, is not yeah, just why not <laughs> why not why why not feel good for the rest why of not time? feel good and have fun for the rest of our time here, right? We live we're here for such a short period of time. Yeah. Why not enjoy it? Why not enjoy it and Live make the long, most of it? Enjoy it. And you know, to enjoy it doesn't mean you got to be doing drugs and alcohol, right? No. There's a lot. Of, that's not enjoyment. No, not in the morning. It's not. <laughs> that's a, a quite a bit. There, there's so many ways to stimulate yourself and exercise physically, mentally, emotionally. Where, so where do you see this? I mean, this is still relatively new, and you've gotten a bunch of clients in a short yeah. period of time. Where do you see this? What is this going to be for you over the coming years? What's the vision? The vision is to open up a club, gym, facility here locally and help people get healthy, mind, body, soul, and then just keep keep growing, man. Keep growing. Keep impacting just people. Keep impacting people. You know, I just got on Clubhouse app yeah. recently. Yep. I think that thing has tremendous potential. Yeah, Clubhouse is very cool. I've been on there too. Yeah. I think it's got tremendous, especially for people in your yeah. area, in your niche. I, I think it's incredible. It's in an infancy stage, so anyone that gets on there now is ahead of the game. Right. And it allows you to share and, and maybe connect with people all over the country, all over the world. If you have an online course, you could have you could be working with anybody, right? Right. You work with people all over the place. Yep. This is not the same days of when you had your personal trainer up at the local uh Gold's Gym, and right. that was the only th that was the only thing you were doing for that hour. Now you're impacting people, right? Yeah, it's it's not just about bicep curls, right? Right. You need it all. And if you if it was just about bicep curls, you're really in trouble when you tear that bicep like you did several years ago. So. <laughs> exactly. Hey, sign from the universe. Yes. Uh, I, hey, man, I'm really happy uh, to connect with you and to hear about all these things that you're doing. I, I love the Facebook stuff. And uh, with your son, too, with Nathan. Yeah. That's cool. Well, you got him on yeah, the steps. Very, very grateful for showing, him. Showing him off, and he's talking about I have picks to show and him off. football. And, <laughs> but, you're, you know, I'm, I see that you're po putting everything out there. You know, if people don't want you to share it, you're not going to share it, of course. But you're putting out text messages from people and, hey, thank you for this and basically testimonials from your clients and holding other clients accountable by saying, hey, you go post. Post it out. Put it out there. Right. Put it out there because now you're going to freaking really do it. Exactly. If you don't do it, you, you're going to be really embarrassed, right? It's yeah. an added level of accountability. So I love what you're doing with it and uh, look forward to obviously seeing where this thing continues to go and you'll have to come back and let us know you know as this thing grows and absolutely flourishes people are interested in working with you where do they go yeah. uh so my instagram is jeremy torch life and my website is jeremytorch.com jeremytorch.com jeremy torch and we'll link it up com. in the uh show notes here as well awesome hey brother thanks for sharing some insight into a pretty intense few years it's amazing yeah. how you know, looking back a few years ago, when you were probably at some low moments, and somebody would have said to you, "Hey, man, in like two, three years from now, you're going to be the happiest you've ever been, the healthiest you've ever been, right. impacting hundreds or thousands of people." Eventually, you would have probably found that hard to believe. So I would have, right? It's amazing when you put your mind to it, and like you said, have the belief and just start now. Yep, it's inside all of us. Thanks, brother. Thank you, man.